How does the Beatles' first appearance on The Ed Sullivan Show, as well as the Rolling Stones' first U.S. performance at the Swing Auditorium in Southern California, relate to the Walkman, the iPod, and music as we know it today? Find out about all this and more on Full Circle Analog, the podcast hosted by Brad Blue, the man who, like many, was there through it all. The first and second British invasion, Bruce Springsteen, Elton John, and so, so many more. As well as sometimes me, Alec Blue, his son and fellow lover of music, who comes on to provide a more modern perspective as well as learn about the past. Lost in all the streaming and MP3 players, which almost seem ancient, now uh, are the days of AM and FM radio. The Beatles originally showed up, in the Southern California market anyway, on AM radio, KHJ, KRLA, and then crossed over to FM radio. But FM radio really had its heyday in the groups that came after the Beatles, the Second British Invasion, with the progressive music, Uh, the hard rock music, everything from the progressive bands, yes, Genesis type of band, to Led Zeppelin, the hard rock type of bands, played on FM radio. FM radio was stereo. That was new. Um, In the beginning, you had to find these stations. And... uh, they were on both ends of the FM dial back then. On the one end was KMET and KLOS, and KWest, KLOS has a podcast going on right now, celebrating their 50 years of existence, and it's quite fascinating to listen to, um, although I feel that KLOS was really the radio station that ushered in the corporated FM prototypical approach play three to five songs then go to commercial break long commercial break it was very formulaic uh, whereas in the beginning uh, it wasn't so much that way Um, on the other end of the dial were stations like KYMS from Orange County um KPBC was on the far end of the dial at 106 point something or other. Um, today we still have K-Rock. And uh, my favorite station in its first incarnation was KNAC. KNAC was in Long Beach, 105.5. And their original incarnation, when I listened to them, I was in high school. That would have been 70 to 74. And... They played, it seemed like they had, first of all, they had disc jockeys that were talking disc jockeys. They could do pretty much whatever they wanted. they talk or play music, play whole sides of music, play whole albums. Um, Ron McCoy, Bobby Blue, and I'm forgetting a couple others here. Uh, I listened to them all night meaning, you know, early evening into late evening, every day. Frank Jolly, that's who I was trying to think of. Frank Jolly, what are you doing today? Are you still with us? Great, great radio station. The second incarnation of KNAC uh, was when I was in college and beyond, 
and it turned into a kind of a, I don't know, heavy metal slash, you know, punk. I don't know. A lot harder edge station. But uh, one thing I remember about NAC of my day was it was hard to get. It was a small station, small frequency. Uh, Long Beach was probably, oh gosh, I don't know, 60 miles from my house, if that. And uh, my dad put a special 360-degree antenna on the roof just so that I could get KNAC on my receiver in my, li- in my bedroom. So that was uh, my station of choice. Um, KMET was fun to listen to later on, uh, with, especially when they got kind of silly. But they had, they had some pretty cool DJs on there. I love their news guys, Ace Young and Patrick Kelly, Paraquat Kelly. I actually met Paraquat Kelly once. He came into my business to uh, rescue a parakeet. He was a, Him and his girlfriend and her wife were real animal lovers. And his best friend owned the pizza place a couple doors down from our store. And... Um, he came in one day, and boy, I knew that voice, but I just couldn't place it. And uh, really enjoyed those two guys on KMET, The Fish Report, and Jim Ladd, of course. He kind of had a love-hate relationship with Jim Ladd. But he loved Zeppelin, and he played a lot of Zeppelin. And uh, that was pretty cool. He had a little more free reign after 9 o'clock to play what he wanted to play. But um, anyway, those are some thoughts about the early days of FM radio in Southern California and some of the stations that I remember. Um, On the far end of the dial, um, K-Rock, I remember with Jed the Fish, who was one of the most unusual original DJs I had ever heard. I just like hearing him talk. Even saying the call letters of the station was interesting. But KYMS or one of those other stations out there, KPPC, KYMS, I can't remember which one, had a comedy group that um, was called The Credibility Gap. And The Credibility Gap, a lot of those guys are household names either from radio or movies or television. Uh, Harry Shearer, Michael McKeon, David Olander, Richard Beebe, um, some of these guys were both uh, Lenny and Squiggy, or Squiggly, whatever, on Laverne and Shirley. Those two guys were both part of that group. They pop up every once in a while um, in movies. Of course, they're most famous for being known in the movie Spinal Tap. I think Spinal Tap was pretty close to the entire credibility gap. And I remember the credibility gap had little segments during the week. Of course, Nixon was president then, and Harry Shearer just did a drop-dead Nixon. Uh, killer Nixon impersonation. They did John and Yoko having tea and just anything that was, you know, socially going on at the time. But uh, that was something that you can still find recordings of the credibility gap. There was Fire Sign Theater. They were on there on other stations, too. The George T. Tirebiter and the Fire Sign Theater. Don't, we're all going bozo on this bus was their famous album. Use that expression from time to time. Um, so we had the comedy, you know, political comment, commentary, political comedy, social comedy, and then we had the rock music. Great time to be alive. 
especially before FM radio got formulaic, incorporated, and it just kind of went downhill from there. What a blessing to be alive before that all happened. So, rock on, dudes. All right, that's it for this episode of the podcast. Thanks for tuning in. We started Old Days New Ways to help people take their old audio and video tech and convert it to the digital age. If you're interested in getting that done or you want to keep up to date with all the awesome offers we have because we know that technology can be a daunting experience, you can go ahead and check us out at www.odnws.com. That's our website and our two main tabs are Book Now and Learn How. Learn How is our up-to-date offers on how you can learn modern technology, and Book Now is where you can schedule appointments with us to help get your technology transferred to the modern age. So thanks for listening. Tune in next time.